exciting to be in church. Hallelujah. All right. When you are a pastor, you have so many duties. You should understand. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for another opportunity to be in your house. Thank you for the strength that comes from you. Thank you for the spirit of strength and grace. We pray for everyone here. That every heart will be open to hear your word. Why don't you lift your voice and say, Father, speak to me. Lift your voice and begin to pray to God right now. Tell him to talk to you. Tell him to speak to you. Wondrous of your words, lift your voice, don't stop, keep praying to God. That He will enlighten you this morning. That He will send forth His word to you this morning. for your word we receive every bit of it in Jesus mighty name Amen why don't
to put your hands together for Jesus and kindly take your seat. sufferings is how I would like to speak this morning where is God in the midst of difficulties and challenges see there are various reasons why we come to church the Bible says that all scripture is the breath of God and it is profitable for doctrine Doctrine simply means teaching. Then it says, it is also profitable for reproof. Now, the word reproof, I'm reading from Second uh, Timothy. Um, I mean, First Timothy, sorry. 2 Timothy 3.16 Reproof is not a word that any of us will like. But it's actually a positive word. Because it is from the word to prove. To reprove basically means to fortify by rebukes and criticisms. In other words, there's a level of strength you get when you are criticized. Any organization that is doing well in the world has a system for receiving criticisms. They call it feedback. It is how organizations become strong. If you are in the world and nobody says anything about you, you don't become strong. And that is why God allows us to go through certain things because they help us to be very strong. Now, if you are not answerable and accountable to anything or anyone, the truth is that you may never be careful. But when you know that there are checks, it will help you to be careful, isn't it? So the Bible says that the word of God is profitable for doctrine. It is also profitable for reproof. Are we feeling cold? Then reduce the AC for me. It's making noise. Faith comes by hearing. It's a centralized AC. By the way, how do you feel now? You see, the place has become silent. Deafening silence. You know, so if we are feeling warm, then I would have asked them to. But you see that it's quiet now. But you didn't even notice that it was not quiet. Most of you don't have ears. 
somebody had a medical condition and it affected the person's ears. The person became so sensitive that he could pick up radio frequency. <laughs> like his ears became so sensitive that it can pick sounds that are not audible to normal human beings. So as he's standing here, he can be hearing Peace FM, Angel FM, all of them in his ears. But it doesn't come as voices. They are waves, wavelengths. It's the radio machine that is able to interpret that into voices. It's like... You're able to hear, but it's not worse. As we are here, pictures are flying. Videos are flying. But as you can't see, you can't hear. But the machine is able to pick it like that. Uh-huh. So when you have good ears, you're able to pick things that are not so loud. And how to have good ears basically is listen to music. It will help you to have good ears. So it's profitable for reproof, like bulletproof, soundproof. Waterproof. Do you know waterproof? Water resistant. I, I know your phone is water resistant. Is your phone water resistant? These days, phones are water resistant. Like when you put it in water, nothing will happen. So you can be swimming and your phone will be in your hand. And you are, to, you are taking submarine videos and pictures. It means that water cannot enter it. When you say to reprove, it means to become resistant to certain forces. It is important that in your life you become resistant to certain forces. Some people are resistant to hunger. Like hunger doesn't affect them that much. You know, everybody has what affects them so much. What is your own? Maybe some of you, when you know you have not eaten, you, 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 you are no more a proof. You are, you, are no more, you are no more hunger proof. You know, so when the Bible says to reprove, it means to fortify. But this type of fortification is through criticisms, Rebukes. Do you know rebuke? Rebuke is a harsh statement. What you did is not right. It's a rebuke. Like that. Uh, it, it makes you strong. Then it says it's also profitable for correction. Now, many of us here, we know correction to be verbal or written. Like, oh, cancel it and write, correct it, correct it. But when you talk about correction, correction comes by experiences. Things that you go through will correct certain mindsets about you. There are people, if you don't praise them, it affects them. Yes. If you don't say nice things about them, it affects them. Some people, too, when you say, Nice things about them. It helps them. 
especially people who have low self-esteem and those things. When you say nice things, it helps them. It helps them to come to normal level. You know, they are like under negative. So the, you know the X and Y axis. There's a point that they both meet. That's a neutral point, isn't it? How is it called in mass? Huh? The origin. Uh, angle of origin. Uh, <laughs> Some people, they, they, they don't have an origin. They, 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 are, they are like refugees. So they've come home. When you come home, that is your origin. When you play the ludo, you know the home. And that's like where things begin. But when they send you backwards, you understand, then you have to come and pass through your home before you can now go and then settle somewhere. <laughs> Correction may be an experience. There are certain things God will take you through them to correct you. You know, all of us are like pieces of clay in the hands of God. He's molding us. I don't know if you have seen anybody who does those ceramics and those things. They beat it into shape. They want it to be round. But when you cut the lamb of this clay, it doesn't look round. They begin to twirl it, beat it, until it begins to get into the desired shape. God is correcting it. And there are things about you that have to be corrected, but you may never know. One of them is thoughts. There are demons who are thoughts. What it means is that they are present to help you to hold on to a thought. Once that thought leaves, that demon leaves. There's a lady who was diagnosed of something and we prayed for the lady and the demon said that we don't have access to her mind. And do you know why they said they don't have access to the mind? Because if doctors tell you you have cancer, won't you be sad? But this one, the person has the cancer and is very happy. And the demons are frustrated. They, they, they can't understand why. Because the reason why they gave her the cancer is so that she will be sad and die quickly. But she's so happy moving around. And the demon said that we don't have access to her mind. Just one thought that you are nothing is actually one of the highest demons to deal with. But this type of demon does not go by praying only. It goes by teaching. Because that is why if you teach something like Aikida or Al-Qaeda, no matter how many bombs Americans have manufactured, they've not been able to stop terrorism in the world. Because terrorism is not what people do. Terrorism is a thought. It's an idea they have. So you will have to go into their educational system, change the policies and the thoughts and the, so that they will not have that mindset again. Let me tell you something. When you see that somebody is poor, sometimes you may think that it's because the person doesn't have opportunities. I have come to conclude that people are poor because of their mindset. In fact, they are helpless. In love, we call them elephants. 
Listen, you can't do anything about it. I was doing something for somebody to do a gate for me. The gate is like this. And I, I saw it. So I told the man that, oh, the gate is not straight. He said, ah, why are you coming to, are you teaching me my work? And I said that, I'm not teaching your work, but I'm the one paying for what foolish thing you are doing. He said, you have insulted, he packed his things, he's going. And does it make sense? And I said that, okay, so I took level from my body and I put it on the gate. I said, come and see it. They have a level, something like, like a stick. That when you put it on it, there's some liquid being inside. The liquid will not be in the middle. If it's in the middle, it means it's straight. The, the liquid was at the 90 degrees. <laughs> and I said, did you, did you see it? The, he said, I'm coming to teach his work. Is it, why, why will anybody think that to be told to do the right thing if somebody is teaching your work? And by the way, why can't I teach you your work? Like when people say that Christianity is a white man's religion. That's one of the most foolish things anybody can ever say. Because something is not wrong because of where it came from. If the white man brought it, it doesn't make it wrong. The white man brought a phone. You are using why you say it's a white man's phone. Truth can come from anywhere. If something came from the West, it doesn't make it wrong. We must assess the relevance of something by its merits and demerits. Not by just where it came from. That's why I think that Ghana doesn't have much future because we choose leaders based on where they come from. Like the vice president has to be from the north. Then the president has to be from the south. Or if the president comes from the north, then the vice president must come from the south. I don't understand it. But you see, it's a politics that we can't do anything about. Because the real people who determine who become president are these LFs. Whose thoughts have to be changed? Because a certain spirit has entered them. And that spirit can never be told that go. No, because as the spirit is living, the reason why the spirit is there is still there. And it's a certain thought. It's an idea. So as we preach, demons are actually living the lives of people. Because thoughts are being replaced. A certain mentality is being corrected. There are things, if they are not corrected, will destroy your life. One of them is how you think. The way you see things. How you hear things. So whenever we come to church, God gives us opportunity to be corrected. Even sometimes, the things you will go through as experience will help correct your life. A certain broken heart will help you. I was talking to somebody who is planning to get a beloved. And I said, oh, don't marry a virgin. Because sometimes when people don't know anything, it affects them. I said, marry somebody who knows God. And forget about history. Yeah. Whether the person is a virgin or something. It's not important. So, me, I don't want to marry somebody who is not a virgin. You don't know what you are saying. If the person is not a virgin and knows God, 
is 100% better. Because the truth is that if you marry a virgin, you are likely to live as a husband without sex. Holy, holy, holy ghost. Come and take control. So, okay, then pastor, me, I'm a virgin, so I have to experiment before I marry. It is profitable for what? For doctrine. But it's not only doctrine. Doctrine means teachings. There are people who will be held by teachings. Some will be held by correction. Somebody who is not a virgin is held by correction. Somebody who is a virgin is held by teaching. There's somebody who is everything will be held by instructions. I know you are, you are, you are surprised at things I'm saying, isn't it? Yeah. I, 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 see, I, I have proofs for what I'm saying. Hey, the bad girls are happy. Today, pastor, you preach for us. <laughs> hey! It is also for correction. For instruction. In some instance, you can only be helped by instructions. What are instructions? Instructions basically is to be told what to do. When you get, grow a little and you get to like 65 years, one of the first discoveries you make is that you really, really needed somebody who would tell you what to do. But by that time, you may not have anybody like that. There are people in life who will tell you what to do and you need them. So when we come to church, by preaching, we are told what to do. To be given instruction is basically to be told what to do without no much details. There is no explanations as to why, how, no. Just do this. You see, no matter your age, you are a baby in the presence of some people. I'm not saying you are a child. A baby. Baby is like when you, when you assess your level of understanding into things. When you stand in front of some people, you are actually three months old. Now, how many years do you think you will have to, to, to call God your brother? <laughs> or your level? Yesterday, I was talking to a man of God. And somebody told me that. You say you appreciate my wisdom. Eh? I said, oh, man of God, me, I want to be like you. You are too deep. You are too wise. He said, if you are saying I'm wise, then you should talk to this man. And the man said, well, I'm, my name is this. I've been a prophet for 39 years. <laughs> that itself is a library. You know why somebody said that? We have been married for 54 years. You will not understand. He's not telling you 54 years. He's telling you 54 years of troubles, of joy, of so many things. 54 years of suffering. 
54 years of happiness, 54 years of vicissitudes, 54 years of ups and downs. Even when somebody said that I am 74 years, he's not saying 70. He's telling 74 years of disappointments. Human, no, human beings naturally are some way. Very difficult to deal with. And I have dealt with human beings for 74 years. Yes, when somebody says, I've been a pastor for 20 years. It, it, it tells you that even if you are uh, you have PhD in mathematics. For somebody says he's a pastor for 20 years. It's like PhD mathematics is like somebody who is three months old. Because PhD mathematics only gives you food to eat. A certain mindset because you've trained your mind. But in dealing with people, you may not be strong. Well, it's as you are sitting in your classroom studying. But this one, he has interacted with people for 20 years. I think that sometimes those people have the power to tell us, do this. How many of you have realized that when your father is advising, he doesn't talk for long? And when you realize that when your mother is advising, she talks for long. Both are valid approach to helping lives. Your mother speaks out of sprangnizomai, compassion, compassion. The churning is like, ah, my doctor, say, listen to me, listen to me. And your father said that, stop. <laughs> and you say you are going. <laughs> you see that? The, 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 the effect is the same. Just that the approach is different. The passion with which your mother is talking and crying, your father uses the same passion to say stop. And that's all. You, you say, why? If, listen to me. How much explanation can you give to Fanuel? How much, how old is Fanuel? Two years ahead. Let's say, let me even bring, John Daniel is how old? Five. Five years, you are explaining to him the importance of going to work. Of going to school. And you are sitting here, you are not even five years old. You are actually three months. And you are asking somebody who is 74 years old to explain to you and to... No, no, you, you, you just need instructions. You will not understand. Like when we are talking about marriage, I have realized that people who are not married, eh, it's like... It's like um, Lord, give me utterance. It's like probability. Then, sing, sing, sing. You happenstantially find yourself with a good person. But if you are told what, you can't understand it. A man was telling me that he has been married and for the whole of a year he has sex only two times. The wife is less than 30. Yeah. You see, you can't understand. 
You know, no. He didn't say that he, he's staying with the devil or an enemy. He says he's married. There's love between them. They paid that price. They put themselves on status. One is Mr. One is Mrs. You don't understand. So just receive instructions. I'm talking about where is God in the midst of sufferings. There are things you can't understand. I wish that I could be more practical, but I'm, I'm trying. Tell somebody, Pastor is trying. The trying Sunday. <laughs> there are certain things you don't need to be told what to do. But there are certain things you need to be told what to do. Like, how do I eat? You don't need to be told what to do. Just put your hand inside it and take it upward. It will enter. You know it by yourself. But there are certain things, no matter how much you read about it, no matter how much you listen, it is just by the grace of God. And when God sends that grace to you by instruction, jump on it. If you are to ignore teachings profitable for doctrine, and you are to ignore reproofs, fortification by rebukes and criticisms, and you are to ignore correction by experience, by verbal communication, by punishment. These are all types of correction. That's why they have correctionary centers. Like when a child commits a crime, they don't take them to prison. They take them to a correction center. It is different from a prison. In a prison, they mingle with prisoners. But in a correction center, they mingle with people who need correction. Because sometimes the correction is that the child has a poor upbringing. That's why the child has picked a gun to kill somebody. The child was raised by the grandmother. The father and mother were not there. So he doesn't understand emotions and so it has a, when you go to court, they argue sometimes based on some of these things. Like the, the crime that this person committed, even though he's guilty, but we want to plead the mercies of the court because the child has been abused and has his or her sense of empathy and sympathy is compromised because he was raised by a drug addict who took him through these things when he was only four years. Now, if you are able to explain with evidence that the child has actually gone, the court will show mercy and say, instead of giving him life in prison, let's give him only 10 years. That's why sometimes I say, ah, can somebody do this and they will not kill the person? It's not everything that they kill like that. Because they understand that sometimes people act under an influence. Somebody who was raised by his mother in satanism and they used to do human rituals and the person has known that from childhood and it's now 40 years and the person became a serial killer if you are able to mention that this is what happened with photos and videos at a witchcraft camp at the age of 8 
the court will say that the person is acting under a certain upbringing that didn't help him. So instead of giving him capital punishment by killing him, let's give him life sentence. Yes, because it's better to be life sentenced. Because at that one, at least you see human beings, and also you have opportunity to ask for forgiveness of sins and repent and go to heaven. But if they kill you today now, you are going to hell. <laughs> so if you also ignore correction and then also ignore instructions, your suffering is self made, not God allowed. God sanctioned, but it is self-imposed. Do you get the things we are saying? You're right. First Peter. You like Peter? Chapter three, sixteen and seventeen. Give me 15. It says, sanctify the Lord in your heart. And always be ready to give an apology. Apologetics. A defense to everyone who asks you a reason for the hope that is in you. And he says, as you are giving the defense, do so with meekness and fear. Next verse. Having a good conscience. So if you have started having a good conscience, you realize that you don't understand what the Bible is trying to say. Having a good conscience that when they defame you as evildoers, those who revile your good conduct in Christ may be ashamed. Next verse. Then he says, For it is better if it is the will of God to suffer for doing good than doing evil. Three things are revealed here. Number one, there is a suffering in the will of God. In other words, some sufferings are good. Not all. In fact, I have to explain what is suffering, but I will come there. So it says, if it is in the will of God. Then number two, there is also a suffering for doing good. Right now, if you go to any of the ministries in Ghana and say you will not take bribe, you will be suffering for doing good. They will all rise against you, fight you vehemently. Why? Because you are coming to end somebody's deliberate. Somebody's building is not completed and you are coming to stop the bribe taking. So you will suffer for doing, there's a suffering for doing good. And there is a suffering for doing evil. There are some sufferings that will come because you did good. Others too will come because you did evil. One of them is when you go to the prisons. There are people who are suffering for doing evil. I also believe that of course in prison there are people who are suffering for doing good. 
But what suffering is in the will of God? How will God say that we should suffer? Well, well, well. How many of you have read Romans, Corinthians, Thessalonians, Colossians, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians? You've read all those books. You've read Timothy. You've read Titus. You've read Philemon. And then also Hebrews. When all those books, I believe Paul wrote Hebrews. All those books were written by Paul. Do you know why Paul wrote them and didn't say them? He didn't get the opportunity to say them because he was in prison. And he had to preach. So he had to convert his preaching into writing. Do you know that the things that Paul preached up to date, we don't have them. But the things that he wrote has instructed almost 2,000 generations. Do you think that we will remember Paul if not for the things he wrote? Now many of you don't know, Jesus Christ had 12 disciples. Those who wrote the Bible, the disciples of Christ who wrote the Bible, were only, I think, three or four. John, Peter, James, Matthew, Asa. All the rest, the Bartholomew, the Judas and Judas, Judas, they were two. James too, they were two. There was James the Less and James the Great. And all of these people, do you know why we don't know that they existed? Because they didn't write anything. But they preached powerfully like Peter. Go and see the Thomas, the sermons he preached. Do you know Thomas was crucified? Thomas was crucified with his head down in India. When they were crucifying Thomas, eh, they dragged him like that. Treat him to animals. Why is it that we don't know the deep things that Thomas got? We don't know because he didn't write them. He only preached them. The things that I'm saying now, it will surprise you that if I'm not alive today, a lot of the things I have said will never be known. But the things are right. So, for God to out to make sure that you outlive your age. You are immortalized. Your tongue is immortalized. He will put you in prison so that you can write. So that thousand years after you are gone, you will still be remembered. Two thousand years, you are dead, but you will still be winning souls. So where do you think God should be when you are in that type of prison? Should he remove you or he should keep you there? Hello? Some of you troubles have kept you praying. Should God remove it so that you backslide? Hello? <laughs> but why is it that the sufferings will not go? Because you will not pray. That's why I said, call on me in times of trouble. And I will answer you. Is anyone suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms and songs. So it looks as if to God, sufferings 
have a place in correcting us, in rebuking us, in teaching us, and in instructing us. A pastor who has not gone through anything cannot preach powerfully. Because there is no compassion in his preaching. Most of the time, when people suffer something, they don't talk about it. Like when they go through divorce, they don't talk about marriage again. I think those are the people we should hear. They seem to know the difference, the cause, and the effect. People who have not been poor before cannot understand poverty. That's why in life, people who have gone through sufferings, they seem to do better than people who have not suffered before. And sometimes the people's sufferings destroy them. It makes them callous, wicked. What have you gone through? When Paul was talking about his CV, he spoke about his sufferings. Because it looks as if our sufferings also have things to teach us. So sometimes God, where is God in the midst of sufferings? God is the one who watches you in your sufferings and does nothing sometimes. Some of our sufferings keep us humble. Do you know that there are people, if they have millions right now, they will not be in church. Poverty has a way of making people spiritual. It is not the perfect will that sufferings will make you spiritual. But I'm saying that it is in the will of God sometimes. So sometimes people go through sufferings for the bad things they do. Other times for the good things they have done. And all of these sufferings happen physically and spiritually. Sometimes by going to church, demons will be fighting your life. As soon as you stop church, they stop fighting you. Not because you are fine. But simply because you are on their side. One young man who left church. Very broke. Left church. All of a sudden he started doing well. Set up a business. Bought a car. Started piercing his ears. Started having multiple girls. Started having money. Started drinking. Started smoking. Started going off. Started getting sick. Started going to the hospitals. Started going mad. Started to die. You will not understand why sometimes God allows certain things to come our way. It is to correct us. It is to teach us. And I think that you have to be quick to learn so that the suffering does not endure longer than it's supposed to. Yeah. Be quick to learn. Listen, how do I learn? Let me give you my second point. So I said, where is God in the midst of suffering? Because sometimes it is in his will. And if it is in his will, it is to correct, to rebuke, to instruct, and to teach. Now, some sufferings are purposeful. 
In other words, it has a specific purpose. Who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising his shame. It's not seated at the right hand of the glory to the God. Sometimes a suffering is working on something specific. James chapter 5, verse 13. The way you are hungry right now, when you get money, you use it well. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Next verse. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. If he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. First Peter 2, 19. It says, for this is commendable. If because of conscience towards God, one endures the suffering called grief, suffering wrongfully, it says it is commendable. Next verse. I'm reading in 25. For what credit is it if when you are beaten for your fault, so there's a suffering called beating by your faults. He said, what profit is it if you receive it patiently? Then he says, but when you do good and suffer, if you take it patiently, it is commendable before God. Mm. For to this you were called. Mm. Because to this you were called. <laughs> Actually, when you say I'm called, it means that you have been brought to suffer. It will shock you that if somebody says that God has called me, what it literally means is that God has brought me to suffer. So what about the cars? They are nothing. Even you that you say you are suffering, are you not wearing clothes? There's somebody who is naked. But you see that you still don't feel that you are blessed. Haven't you eaten? Even if you have not eaten today, it's because of time. <laughs> didn't you eat yesterday? If you really wanted to eat. But somebody didn't eat. So what I'm saying is that no matter the sufferings you may be going through, you realize that there is a comfort that you are despising. Or a comfort that seems irrelevant in the midst of your sufferings. That is what happens when you see a sufferer driving Land Cruiser V8. I said to you the last time that the richest man in the world says death to him will be a relief. I saw somebody put it on the live page. How will you reconcile that? That a man is, do you know the richest man in the world, what that means? It means that if he has to travel outside of his country, his president provides special security to travel with him because he's a national asset. Many of you don't know Bill Gates comes to Ghana. But you will never know. He comes with CIA, FBI, American National Elite Security. They are those who work with him. And it's provided by the state. Do you know what it means if Elon Musk is to die today? 
the money that American government will be losing. It's Africans who don't think about their people. This Facebook, all of those people, when they are living in America, they take national security people to work with them, to protect them and to guide them. They send a message to the American embassy. This person is coming to Ghana. Then all the American embassy, their security in Ghana, take his itinerary and keep, before he gets to a hotel, it will shock that if his hotel room number is 202, room number 201 and 203 are all security people who come one week ahead to patrol the floor, check the rooms, scan the, hey, you will never know. We are actually watching a movie. He's a national asset. And this man says that debt is a relief. But it comes to a point in life, money is nothing. Okay, food is nothing. Having to realize that fried rice does nothing to you these days, if you have had it for some time. Mostly, initially, you'll enjoy it. Like how many of us were killed for coke? But when we were young, we used to beat for coke. If you are strong, you beat the others to take the coke. Because the coke, everybody wants his own to be in the bottle. When we go to Sunday school, they bring some plastic cup and they share it. Sometimes there's no plastic cup, so you have to drink your half. And then the remaining half, they'll take back. You realize that those who drink the last, they say, he who laughs last, laughs best. You will take 30 seconds to finish your half. Three years, and they are still on their remaining half. Then they'll be doing, teasing you. So everybody wants his own to be in the bottle. You think we have not gone through it before? How many of you have realized that the Sunday school Coke that they share no, is powerful than all the Coke in the world? We are designing a place for the children. Sometimes when you are coming to church, just bring two cartons of Coca-Cola. Just come and leave it there. I mean, that's my vision. All the children, that's my vision for them. I'll just be bringing to one, one Sunday, I come and give them biscuits. And the Sunday school teachers will teach the children how to pray. Father, bless pastor. Bless him, bless him, bless him. Amen. Amen. So when I come, I say, do you want coke? He say, yes. Then pray for me. No, you, you pray God will not hear. Children, they pray God will hear. <laughs> the Coca-Cola that they will be drinking is like they are, they are drinking eternal life. But now, what is cooked to you? Some of you are crying for series. Very soon, you say, what is series? You want a house in East Legon. God will give you 20 houses. You'll be, you'll be there, you will that they are nothing. You want cars. When you sit in all the cars, you realize that now your joy is not from cars. Some of you have private jets. And you realize that they are nothing. They are nothing. Sitting in plane is nothing if you sit in it for some time. It's not a sport. It's scary. It's scary. That's why me, I don't like the small, small planes. The big ones are the scariest, but they are the most. Like when the small ones are in the sky, sometimes you, especially when they are landing. But the big ones, it's smooth. Boeing or Airbus, especially the, the double-decker ones, very heavy. It lands on the floor, you feel the impact. <laughs> but it's scary. 
it's scary at a point when you are going to sit in a plane you'll be scared because you are sat in it uh, and if you sit in planes for more than 50 times by the time you are going to the 50th time you would have had an experience that is not pleasant yes me I didn't even reach there and I started getting the experience <laughs> hey we sat in a plane the plane is like trata. The plane in Accra here is taking us to Nigeria. The plane will go and the town, the, the where it has to lift like that. The planes are in the sky canyon and the thing is not lifting. Then the thing came back quickly. It goes now. Another one lies there. It would have landed on our head. Ha! Then you do. And I realized that people started praying. Then somebody said, hey, what's going on there? So they brought the thing back. They packed. And they started removing this. Like two hours. Then they said, now we can go. Then everybody was afraid. I wonder was the same plane. Oh, oh if they had asked us to come out, we would have thought that they've changed it. But we were inside and they were working on it. Philippo Carlo. I was on one pen to friend, but I checked. <laughs> when we finally landed in Nigeria, everybody was relieved. And now the thought that we are going to come back to Ghana. And we are coming in that same plane. When we landed in Nigeria, they said, oh, they've closed all down all churches. COVID. That, and I realized the plane, it was a, it's a curse plane. It's a curse on it. One day you'll be sitting in planes, ah, that you realize that it doesn't give pleasure again. And I'm coming there. You have been married for only two years. You are tired of sex. Something that used to sit on a tree. And the two of you be hanging on the branches. Like a lizard and his anchor. A gamma lizard. It will be raining, but the two of you are on top of the tree on the branches. The branches break you. And now that you are married, you know, after doing it for just two years, you have heard that it doesn't. Let me tell you something. I can say with my eyes open, all the married people in the church, if they will tell the truth, they do sex for relief. It's not for pleasure. But you will not understand because I said, eat, eat, eat your favorite, what's your favorite food? Where, which, what you love, the one you cook or the one you buy? You buy from where? Anywhere at all. Where do they sell jollof in Accra here? Chicken man. Uh-huh. 
eat chicken man for continuously for one month. You realize that it's not nice again. Your best food is the food you eat once in a while. There's a rice in Osu. We used to take car to go to Osu to go and buy it. Now, the last time I ate it, it's not that I ate it. 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 I remember the first time I drank Tampico. I remember very well I was in class five. Tampico! Tampico! So we used to play football. It's called small poles. Like you put two stones, one here, one here. Very small. And somebody came around and told us that he's sharing Tampico for us. He stopped the man. And gave us Tampico. Hey! The sachet. We, we took like six years to finish it. <laughs> Tampico. <laughs> right now, it is, it is one of the worst experiences I will ever see if I drink it. I don't remember the last time I drank Tampico. Yesterday, I met a man. His house is six uh, acres at Trasaco. Yeah. yeah. His, his house, they sit in a car in Trasaco in Ghana here. He manufactures his own water. He uses his own electricity. The drink that he drinks, non-alcoholic wine, they bring it from Italy. And it is customized for him. You will never find it in anywhere in the world. Yes. But say, Nequado, a bruning katie. That's why he said that. Nequado, a bruning katie. You realize that? This, I guess, is when you have it too much. It becomes useless. You have to find meaning from something else. Like most of the marriages that have become stagnant, they have refused to find meaning from something else. They are forcing their wives or their husbands to give them a sense of worth. You'll be tired. You'll be t- you can't drink water every day and relish it. How many of you drink water and say, Ah, Jesus is Lord, water my life? But just starve yourself for like 16 hours and just get just a small portion of water. You see how much important it will be to you. It's not that God allows sufferings for us to keep a certain pursuit alive. For do this you were called. You were called. I want you to have a right mentality about life. Nothing in itself is bad. We become wise through many things. Just believe God that he will help you. Leaving us an example that you should follow him. He says, for this you were called. 
For what? For sufferings, you were called. And he's, still, he's now coming to give you a proof of it. That what shows that suffering is the reason why I was called. He says, because Christ also suffered for us. It means that if Jesus went through it, then you are also going to go through it because Jesus is a perfect example. He says, Christ also suffered for us, living for us an example, that you should follow his steps. Sufferings, difficulties. When you are actually talking about sufferings, very soon you realize that real sufferings in life is not about lack of food. Like a man who does not have food, it, no, it's not anything. Real sufferings is in our human interactions. How that your child used to bath now says he's 35 years old and has lifted a cutlass to attack you. Does it make sense? This child that was lying helpless in a baby's cot used to poo-poo wee-wee and now says that he has grown enough that if you are here, you don't respect your parents. It's wrong. I said it. It's wrong. Spiritual parents, physical parents. Because see, many of you do not know that. Even sometimes, spiritual parents go through a lot more than physical parents. Because some of your fathers were not there. Yeah. The difficulties, the challenges your mother went through to bring you. I realize that if women say that giving birth, like pushing is painful, they are not ready yet. Because the real pain is after you have delivered. That you are going to spend the next three years of your life having an inconsistent sleep pattern. And that's an emotional torture. The torture you go through as a mother, you have no idea. That's the real pain. It's not that you want to sleep, you are tired, and the child is crying. Yeah. My little boy, no matter the situation, he should not be lying down. Number two, he should not be alone. That boy cries like the way funeral people, they hire them to come and cry. That's how he cries. Like Uncle Bofada. No, no, no. He, he has punctuations. His, his, his crying drops and, and rises. I said, ah, this boy, where is he from? Sometimes you are holding him, you throw himself like that. Leave me to fall down. <laughs> and it will be 2 a.m. that your eyes are heavy with sleep. I wish I could show you how my wife sleeps. Our bed, you know, the, the head, you know, like that. That's how she sleeps. God is my witness. He sleeps like this. This is the baby. That's how my wife sleeps. Every night. Her back is on the bed like that. Because this boy doesn't like lying down. (laughs) 
they will disturb the whole neighborhood so that you you have to all the time when I go to the room, I say, "Find out why." Then my wife starts insulting me. <laughs> why? 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 Am I foolish? Find out why. And she will be asleep. She's asleep, asleep, as in asleep. And the baby is on the breast like that, with a like that. That's hard. And you take care of a baby like this for three years. Your child starts learning to sleep by himself after three, two years. And mostly it's three years. After the child is three years, that's when he's able to get up that I'm going to sleep. You have to always put them. Yesterday, Fano put his head on the ground mm, and was lifting his legs up because he wants to sleep. When he wants to sleep, he gets restless. So when you see those signs, it means he wants to sleep. So you have to take him and put him down and be. Or sometimes when you put him down, he will, he will wake up. So you have to hold him up by five minutes. At first it was long. Now when you see that he wants to sleep, long as five minutes he will sleep. You put his head, that's when he starts scattering things. That's what mothers go through. And when you are 30 years, you can look at your mother and say, where's my food? You say, oh, I have no cook. Oh, nonsense. Some of you, your father will be ironing. And you are sitting there watching Champions League. The Kunkumbaji are the girls. It's wrong. It's wrong. It's not right. It's not right. Are you here? Be led. Be instructed. Be taught. Be trained. Hallelujah. He said, for who committed no sin? Look at you. He said, me, I've not done anything wrong. Why am I going through different difficulties? Well, to this you were called. Christ, who also suffered, giving us an example to follow his steps. Who committed no sin? Not that. That's why I said some sufferings come by doing good. Nor was deceit found in his mouth, causes of suffering. Sin, deceit in the mouth. Who, when he was revealed, did not revel in return. Sometimes suffering comes by vengeance. When he suffered, he did not threaten, nor committed, but committed himself to him who judges righteously. Oh, faith in God. Who himself bore our sins. Sometimes you are suffering because of somebody you don't know. No, but this broken heart, if it is not for your wife, who else would it have been for? It was because of your husband. So that you become a correct woman. Some of the sufferings, the people who benefit from it were not there when the suffering was going on. Like all of you sitting here. You don't even know how this church came into existence. You have the guts to criticize the church. Have the guts to speak against the church. Church that has helped you, you don't even know how it came about. Yeah, because you were not there. We had to raise $50,000. And God is my witness. 
I had sleepless nights. One day I bought credit, 60 CDs. At that time, 60 CDs credit now is like 300 CDs. And I was on phone. Hello, only I to say, Charlie, I don't catch And I'm afraid because it's an emergency. Desperate situation calls for desperate measures. The dean of students, they go two years free as I said. So, you need to be here. By the grace of God, we found a land. I know you don't have, but I know you can raise money to support us. And we are raising money to buy the land. Oh, okay, okay, Papa, Papa. Okay, Mate, Mate. Yeah. I call people I was not supposed to call. I call a gentleman from the uh, University of Ghana Medical School. That guy's name begins with D. He told me that when friend, I'm going friend, I won't answer for D. Because his father has money. And I saw that his father has money. So I can get money from him. We have to put that. Some of you, the pride you have, we don't even know the, the source. That's why I said that you should respect your parents because I'm also a parent and I'm telling you how you have been giving birth to my little children who are traveling to crisis. I've begotten you by the gospel. Because of this, you have not become a prostitute. Now you are happily married. Because of this church, you have received teachings. Your sicknesses have been healed. I know people I can literally call who were healed in this church. You have found a sense of work by the church. But you were not there, so you will not understand. So God was making us go through it because of you. And as we are building this one, eh? yesterday I heard the man Otando fell at the top, the last floor, the rooftop. Only God came in. That's why you need wisdom. When they were doing a bridge, you know, there's one here, one here, the rooftop, the, uh, the, the canopy. So they had to connect the two bridges. When I went, they had made it very close to the wall here on this side. And it drops. It's not on the same level with this. And I told them that, no, 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 no. Let's raise it so that it will be on the same level. And they shifted it this way. And brought it in the middle. So if it was this way, the guy would have fallen down. All the way from the top to down. It means our building cannot continue. And all the people in the area said, Osofune din nasore ba ne ti asore no okunu. Because some of these things, that's why people will say, somebody has died there. That's what they will say. And nobody will believe it. Oh. There's a pastor, his church is at the top there. They were building like we are doing and somebody was electrocuted from Christian village here. He said for five years, he never got church members. Got the whole neighborhood said that ordinary castle so that he will have power. Yeah. So you don't know what's going on. The pressures. You call this person. Hello, this money that you can't know where it's coming from. Because nobody has money. You don't have church members. That's why you go through. But you see, that's why the Bible says to this you were called. And I realized that the quicker I change my mindset, the better because it will never stop. Okay, that's true. Well, if you want to be Bishop Dad, hey. if you want to be Pastor Chris. A church that one day all Christians have left. Do you think the whole world will not criticize him? If he's doing right, why is his church members living? But look at look at the Christians like somebody like Snatch, 
who was a 13 year old girl that he has raised her, has taken him all over the world. No matter what, you should stand with this man. No, even if he has beaten you, you should stand with him. But that's the generation we have. I'm not criticizing Sinatra. I'm telling you that to this you were called. I'm speaking for Pastor Chris. I'm not criticizing. I want to tell you that that's what Pastor Chris has been called to handle. Now, Krampa, woman, will be at the underground, your crumpa, now as a crowd wolf. A church that has about 20 global singers, all of them left one day. And they have refused to mention your name afterwards. One of them came to Sweet Melodies. I was with one of you. He kept talking, kept talking, kept talking. He said, oh, he has been singing from childhood and his childhood and his childhood is shut up. Who crap one in any more? Pastor Chris never told you more independent square near two with him. I see that's how human beings are. They are not the problem. The real issue is that you, 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 you have been called. I've seen the ingratitude of human beings. Sometimes I wish I could mention names. One lady, I sat her down, spoke to her, why you grab this boy? The boy later rose against me that I'm the reason why this girl didn't grab him. No, that up to date, I can't understand it. The girl is in this church. She's still here. I sat her down. I spoke to her why she should grab this boy. Spoke to her that grabbed this boy because the boy was not... If you can find out from her, if I'm lying. Talk to her. Encourage her. He even told me that he doesn't like the boy. I said, oh, don't worry. We are all here. We will support you. The boy, we will help you. The boy, up to date, may dream one in tears here. And that fight he created for me, I'm still fighting it in my house today. Up to today. It doesn't even make sense. Somebody that I used to talk to on phone every one hour, every 5 a.m., 4 a.m. to 5 a.m., teaching him corporate this, teaching him this, teaching him this. I mean, the people you don't do anything for, they are the ones that are always grateful to you. But to this you were called. Many of you are not going through anything. It's because you are not called. When the calling starts, that's when you see the seniors. I feel like a pastor cannot put his trust in any man. That's one of the most painful realities you will ever discover in your life. That you, if you say you trust this boy, tomorrow he will disappoint you. So you have to just stay away and let Jesus build his church. That's why this day when somebody comes to me and says, I've stopped church, I say, Go. And I, I, I'm a minute. I, because I realize that you, you can't speak sense into them. You can't advise them. They are bent on their foolish path. Leave them, let them go. They will give you broken heart. 
There is nobody. You see, one of the things I don't understand is why people think that if they want to leave church, the pastor will not support them. As I stand here, God is my witness. There is not even one person who says he wants to leave church and I didn't encourage the person to leave. Not even one. If you are like that, lift up your hands. You were leaving and pastor said that, don't worry, sit down, let's talk. What is the reason? Don't go. It has never happened. And all of them, I tell them how to leave. Not even one. But the time you are drinking water and all of a sudden you say you don't want to drink water, it means that you have seen something. If you have sat here for all these years and you have the guts to say you are leaving, it means that you know what you are saying. Help the person to leave. But they will not. They will rather create problems for you everywhere. But that is why God called you. As a demon, don't you solve problems? What are some of the problems you solve? One of them is that you have to find X. X is missing. What other things do you solution? You have to also differentiate. Like two people are working together. You don't like it. And you have to separate them. Some of you here, you don't know how many X's we are finding for you. The fact is, I don't understand what that means. But what does it mean? Moon, Timas, Nase. People don't understand English. We cannot factorize just a group into like items. And then your friend, the departmentation. The qua, the ushers. And then you factorize, you know. Yes, how so I will simplify. Now, a Nippon marriage, and I say, and you have to simplify it for them. And to simplify, and they say, don't need to buy 3,000 ring. Just don't do this. Yeah, man, I simple amount. Say, I love you. Yes, simplified. You know, Fanipi every Monday. So, 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 Even in mathematics, you solve problems. Because you have not been given a problem yet, it's a sign you're not called. If you are called into the math department, you'll be given problems. So that is the place sufferings occupy in our Christian work. That's the place. Many of you here, you are like encyclopedias. Because a new man was That's what life is about. And you see, if you can factorize, simplify and find X, they will give you a certificate called degree. Then with that degree, you'll be given a job in National Aeronautics Space Engineering Company. Then they'll pay $53,000 a year. Hmm. Oh, but how many people earn $53,000 in a year? Huh? $53,000 is a little over $4,000 a month. Dollars a month. $4,000 a month is about 100,000 Ghana cities. Ghana for the dollars and yes, I get Ghana make a 53. I'm Now, even if it is 53,000 Ghana cities, Grandpa, would you take 1,000 cities here the whole year? ASA. You have 12,000. 
Uji 2,000 and 24,000. Uji 3,000 and 36,000. Uji 48,000. Uji 4,000 a month. A whole year, I get 48,000. Uji 5,000 a month, 60,000. You are giving an offering. Eh? Give, give an offering. Give an offering. You are encouraging the pastor to preach. You are encouraging the pastor to preach. You are encouraging the pastor to preach. Uh, some of you don't give offerings when I'm preaching. You are not encouraging me to preach. You are encouraging me to preach. What I love is that he has borne our sins. And he said, he on oh in his own body. Do you know that the real people who benefit from what you are doing today? Sometimes, like as you are standing here, some of you, your wives don't know you. When I was leaving tech to come to the Legon, I was on this road, like the Gimpa Road, with my brother, and I said that so tomorrow. I'm going to meet people who are becoming so close to me as brothers and sisters. But I've never met them since God created the earth. And I'm going to meet them tomorrow. And it is true. But I didn't know you. I didn't know you. When I was in Genesis, all this room, only one person named me, Frederick. Apart from Frederick, nobody knew me. And I didn't know you. I didn't know you. Some of you, when I was in school, you were not born. Because if you were born in 2004, you are 19 years. Yes. And I was in secondary school 2003. 2002. Form 1. I completed secondary school 2005. I finished University of Ghana 2012. Yes. 11 years ago. Subtracted from your years. You were actually in Pampers. And I didn't know you. And the shocking thing is that even now, you have mouth, you can talk. You can even insult me. Why? Because now you have come of age. But realize that if you have to think carefully, you may have to receive instructions from me. It seems I have a little experience. I have a little knowledge about things. Yes. I'm still gathering. I'm still gathering. I don't actually compare me to Bishop Dad. I'm like a speck. Yes, because the, the volume of... Because me, I've never bought a house for anybody abroad. Nobody has a heart attack, and I took the person to America to meet a surgeon. And the guy who is insulting Bishop Dag, and has been Bishop Dag, we had a heart attack. Bishop Dag put him in a plane, took him abroad to see a white man. They said he paid everything by his own pocket. Today, he said the man is a demon. Last time, I said, to this you were called... You see, I didn't understand it until God showed me this revelation. To this you were called. I know you have seen it several. Every day when I come to church, I mention a verse you have been seeing, but you've not noticed. To this you were called. I said, ah, so God actually calls us to suffer. Then what about the blessings he gives to us? They are nothing. They are nothing. What is a car to a man with broken heart? How many of you have gone through broken heart before? What was fried rice to you? What was fried rice to you? I, nothing. Nothing. When they were showing the movie, it was powerful. 
Did you enjoy it? Did you enjoy broken heart? No, 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 no. Some of you don't even want to think about it. And you see, the broken heart, there are different levels. There's a level that your close bestie, as they call it, ladies, ladies, no offense. Uh, your bestie took it from you. And you're one thing. And there's another type too that you took the boy to this, you bought the person, the boy this, you pay everything for the boy, and the boy left you. I have a friend. His name begins with D. He took a lady to a nursing school, paid all of the school fees. When the lady graduated, he said that the boy is not educated. So he will not marry him. And so he said, there are different types of broken heart. The one that proposed to you, the, see, in broken heart, those who suffer the least are those whose sacrifice was only their body. Like, apart from sex that they offered. Because if you, if you didn't sleep with somebody and you have broken heart, your own is not broken heart. No, 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 it's not broken heart. Maybe it's broken back, but a new heart. It didn't get to the heart. The person broke your back on the tree, the branches. Your back was on it. It's only your back that got broken. <laughs> what have you lost? And, and, then, and then some of you too, by the time you were breaking up, you know, the boy didn't have anything yet. That one too is not painful. Or the girl didn't have anything yet. But when you left, nah, you're all the ancestors in your house. If you started working for the boy and the boy has made it. You have different, different types. Some of you, it's just a desire that didn't come to pass. Like you saw the person to be beautiful. And you didn't get that beautiful person. That's the only thing you lose. But some, they lose more. Some lose their livelihood. Some even lose their sanity. They didn't lose only their virginity. They lost their sanity. So for today, you were called. For to this. Peter, who was speaking, was speaking out of revelation. He knew what he was saying. That this is the real calling to handle crisis. Difficulties. And I realized that most church members don't even know what pastors go through. 
but they sit in their rooms and they judge. Yeah. Most people don't know. And young one. And young one. Oh, the church, they are like this. One of the first attack on you is to have a wrong impression about your pastor. Yes. He doesn't like people like this. There are people, when I'm talking about their tribe, I'm very careful. But you might think that you don't like this tribe. But it's not like that. But all these thoughts, where do we get them from? Hmm? It's human beings that are difficult. It's human beings that are difficult. Every pastor wants the church to grow more than you. He will never wish that anybody leave it. That's the first thing you should think about. That the pastor loves the church than you. After all, you crowd, you do love the church. Like if I come around and I say, Amen. You are no more the choir leader. You might think that why he has personal issues with Eben. It's not like that. Because I was telling something and Eric that you should learn to work with people who are not like the people you want to have. For instance, I said that if you look at Africa, our sports, for instance, it doesn't do well because Suleiman Tari, they sack him from Blasters camp. That he doesn't respect. And I said, What has respect got to do with football? And you're born here, born were parking, so. And yet, salutation. And Tibalo tell him, Munia, the Anna no Mubabono, and Kumuba Gana, so I can't turn him Oh no, at Las Vegas, you go deal at him. So why can't we work with a Rekantona? Why can't we work with Suleiman? That's the African man. African man, we can look at you. Tahila is not big, he shouldn't sing again. Eric is not big. He should not sing again. Your stomach is big. <laughs> His stomach is big. He should sit down. No. We are coming to play football. What does tribe got to do with somebody who can hit the ball? There are certain things you will not like. For instance, most of the sisters, you are the ones I'm talking to. Because a sister is beautiful, you can't work with the person. It's wrong. You are not the only one who should be beautiful. Some are more beautiful than you. And you see, one of the things sisters can't stand is a lady who has attention. Listen, there is a lady who has to work with you. Wherever she goes, people give her attention. Become used to it. You can even take advantage of it. Some of them have confidence. Their perfume will make you fall down. Is it their fault? It's called Slepev. Okay. <laughs> I'm, when, I'm working with Albert. Different character. I'm working with Eric. Different character. All of them is difficult. Yeah. Oh, look at Yesterday I said, are you, are you an elephant? I don't know what's that. 
have told you to go and buy something for me. The money on me is not enough. And I said, call this person and take the money. Tomorrow, I will take it from the bank to give to the person because the money is big. The person said he doesn't have money. The thing that you are going to buy today, close the door at six. It's past five. And you have no call to tell me that. The person that you called to get the money, no? he said he doesn't have the money. And I called somebody that, oh, the thing that you told me, I have bought it. Because no call me means he has bought it. Only today. Yesterday. I said, oh, so the thing you bought, you know, where is it? I said, ah, I have not bought it all. And I said, what? He said, oh, the money that he said I should take from uh, Samson, it's, it's not, he said he doesn't have. I said, ah. So why shouldn't you tell me? Hey, I should have told you. We are a fan, as I I'm shocked that he couldn't see any sense in telling me. Like, he doesn't understand why he should. We have talked about different types of reporting. Why would you give a report? Periodic report, situational report, circumstantial report, formal informal report. Report that, yes, sir. You told me to go and buy this, so the money is not enough. But you have to stay work with him. You have to work with him. You have to work with him. Somebody will steal church materials. We still have to work with the person. One day I was telling, I was telling something like, this thing is against my leadership principles. Something, why are they changing me like this? We still say, I'm a heady, heady, no. No, 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 no. I believe that I have to be a strong leader. But so, okay, wait for you say a strong leader. Why can't you do something about this? And I said, because God told me that it's an attack. They want to drive him from church and strike him and kill him. So leave him. But let's find out how we cannot make him steal from us again. So we have to put CCTVs. Like some of you here who came to steal laptops from the church. We've not sacked you. But yeah, we are putting measures in place to prevent you from stealing a laptop again. You came to church to steal a laptop. Are you okay? You came to church to steal somebody's phone. I realized that if that thief was your wife, you can leave. Because this is the thing you steal as a basis for divorce. Yeah. Well, some of you are wives who are thieves. And some of you have husbands who are thieves. One of the requirements of a leader is that he does not steal. Yes. Your husband stole your momo. <laughs> stole the wife's momo. A husband who still wife's momo. Hey! Change 
and deleted the message that comes back to say that so so and so amount has been withdrawn. In other words, he has cleared even you know when you when you when you tamper with evidence, it's a criminal offense. Like somebody has gone to kill, thrown the gun away, and you decided to go and hide the gun. In other words, you are preventing the police from you can be arrested and jailed. And you have tempered with evidence. That one is also part of your charges. <laughs> one day we have Sobolo in church. The Sobolo got finished. And nobody own up. Sobolo dwarfs. Dwarfs are drinking Sobolo in church. And they lock it up. But they were able to open You stay with somebody. You wake up at 1 a.m. Go and eat his stew. And then you go back to sleep. When you wake up in the morning, the stew is finished. The only evidence is there's stew on your mouth. And you have used mouthwash to, to, to wash the stew from your mouth. So there's no proof that you are the one. Who, because you slept together with the person. So at what point did the stew finish? Some of you, the only thing we have as evidence is the smell of Milo. But the Milo there is gone. Are you here? But you see, the Bible says, for our momentary light affliction is working for us an eternal weight of glory. What is the price of eternal glory? For this you were called. What we are going through is purchasing for us. It's expensive. Can I tell you something? Eternity is expensive. And it is this expensive. It looks as if the more money you have to buy, them, that's the, the more sufferings. That like the suffering is how rich you are. When you say you are rich, it's like the many things you have gone through because of Christ. Say, shepherd the flock of God. But very difficult to shepherd the flock of God. When you say left, they say, oh, we want to go right today. Yesterday, we are the left. When you say, oh, right, you say, oh, you have left us behind, so we are going to the left. Like that, like that, like that, like that. May the Lord bless you. Amen. May He favor your cause. Amen. Suffering is purposeful. Hebrews 2.10, the Bible says, Jesus became perfect through sufferings. Sufferings perfect us. Because it corrects us, it rebukes us, it instructs us in righteousness. It teaches us. It indoctrinates us. Have you learned something today? Make the most out of it. The Lord is your helper. In the mighty name of Jesus. 2 Corinthians 4.17 It says, for our light affliction. Other versions say momentary light affliction. So for our light affliction, which is for a moment, 
Even if you live 100 years before God is a moment. He says, it is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. This is the reason why sometimes sufferings happen. That you can have a far more and exceeding weight of glory. Weight of glory. Jump to your feet and let's close. Have you learned something today? Where is God in the midst of sufferings? He is where he was when Jesus was on the cross. He gave his son for us. Say, Father, thank you for the supply of grace and the strength that is released. Lift up your voice and pray. Yes, yes, yes. Are you praying to God for the strength? Give him thanks. some of you are here on Friday. Where is God in the midst of suffering? Psalm 91 verse 15. If you are going through anything, pray to God. He says, I will be with him in trouble. So, where is God? He is with you in the trouble. Number two, he will deliver you. And number three, he will honor you. Next verse. Then he says, with long life, I will satisfy you. And I will show you my salvation. I will be with you in the trouble. I will deliver you from the trouble. I will honor you. I will give you long life. And then also, I will show you my salvation. God is in the midst of these five points. If you are working, keep working. Business now, we are in a hundred. If you are working, you are in a hundred. If you are working, you are in a hundred. If you are 
prosper your going out and your coming in. May the Lord plant your feet on high grounds. Let your feet be planted upon the rocks. May you be upon the rocks to stay. May your eyes never grow dim. May you see visions of the night. When you close your eyes to pray, may you see visions. When you open your eyes to pray, may you see visions. May the Lord wake up your ears to hear. May he instruct you from the heavens and may you hear when he speaks. May the Lord bless you and deliver you from every pestilence. May he deliver you from every attack of the enemy. May he strike every foe against you in the name of Jesus. May he rise against the enemies of your soul. May the Lord build you up and fill you up. May he bless you with joy unspeakable. May the Lord satisfy you early. May he cause you to walk in refreshing waters. When you plant, you shall reap a hundredfold. When you speak, heaven shall hear you. May the Lord forgive you every evil that you have done. May he forgive you every sin you have committed. May the Lord show you mercy where you deserve to be punished. May the Lord bless you and favor you. May he bless you with a stable mind. May he bless you with a mind that can think. May he bless you with a hand that can work. May he bless you with the legs that can speed and run. May you soar up with wings like the eagle. And your workplace shall be promoted. You shall be honored among those who despise you. Those who said nothing shall come out of you. They will see you and glorify God because God will honor you. God will honor you. God will honor you. In Jesus' mighty name, lift up your voice and give him praise and give him thanks. Are you praying to give him thanks? I don't know, there's something in thanksgiving that seems to supply the, the longings of our heart. Lift your voice and give him thanks.
Thank you.